Welcome to the Pack Your Bags podcast with Daryl Coach D. Andrews, speaker, author, strategist, and coach to entrepreneurs and career seekers worldwide. Pack Your Bags is a premier podcast designed to help entrepreneurs and career seekers take their passion for success to the next level. Our audiences will gain the confidence to take risk, blow up the box, and identify new pathways to achieve their career and business dreams. Now, here's your host, America's passion coach, Daryl Coach D. Andrews. Welcome to Pack Your Bags with Coach D. I am really honored today to have a, an amazing business owner, community leader, someone I've been running the race with for a very long time, <laughs> since high school. Taught him how to play basketball and football and all the other things he learned as a young man. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> if it wasn't for my skill sets, he wouldn't have learned a whole lot back then, but you know. <laughs> it, it, it's funny, but you're not going to talk about those outstanding passes that I used to give you. Oh, well, 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 for your passes, I would never have scored a point. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but, um, I'm here with uh, no other than Darren Price, who's the CEO and president of Right Price Companies located in New York. They do multiple business areas of focus, furniture to technology. And the beautiful thing about it is I have known his work from day one <laughs> and uh, when he first started with the dream. So Darren, just welcome, man. And just say hello to everyone and, you know, just share some thoughts as far as, you know, who you are, just some basic stuff, who you are. And, and um, you know, it doesn't necessarily have to be full of business, some of your interests and things like that. So they can know a little bit about you. Well, well, thank you. Thank you for that great introduction, Coach. Yes, sir. As you said, yes, I'm Darren Price, and our company is Right Price. And, you know, that's our brand, Right Price. You know, our price is always the right price. And, you know, we started out in furniture, commercial furniture. And we've grown and created different revenue streams. And right now we're scaling our business upward. You know, we started our PC technology. We sell technology products, fiber optic cable, panels, switches. And now we're moving into the service aspect of that. So we're really looking forward because we have a bright future and things are really looking up for. So thank you. No, and thank you for that introduction, man, and sharing that because, you know, What's interesting is, and I'm, I'm saying this with a big smile on my face, is to hear you say this, because I remember <laughs> <laughs> the early days. I'm even looking at your nice office right now on your desk, but again, I remember <laughs> Yeah, we, we, the early we, days. Yeah, we didn't just show up and say, us is here. It was a journey, brother. <laughs> it was a journey. So I'm, I'm just loving seeing you know, where you are today. And a part of what we're trying to communicate in this podcast, Darren, is the journey. Yeah. You know, uh, a lot of people, when they start in considering starting in business, they have a lot of fear. You know, they have a lot of apprehension. They have a lot of doubt. They don't know if they can do it. And so what typically happens with a lot of these people is, unlike yourself and me, instead of diving in, they hold back. You know, right. they, don't, right. they don't even die in. And so that dream kind of remains a dream almost for a lifetime, you know? Right. So what I like to do is just kind of pick your brain, Darren, about some of this and with the hope that your words, because you're a very successful business owner, you know, you've done millions of dollars in contracts, you know, mm -hmm. you've had tremendous impact, you won awards and your state and all of these things, but there was a point where you had to get the ball rolling. <laughs> you well, know? Yeah. Well, you yeah. know, the, you yeah. know, it's a true statement that things generally don't happen until you get frustrated and ups upset with your situation. Yeah. You know, and, and as you know, I was a correction officer. 
Yes. I was inside the prison and, you know, some things happened with the administration that I was very upset about. And that's when I went back to my housing unit and, and wrote a very basic business plan, or you could say an, an escape plan on how I was going to get out of that situation. Yeah. And that's when I took it serious. And I realized that I had sold myself short because I've always had the entrepreneurial spirit. And I sold myself short by accepting a paycheck. Yeah. And one of the first things I did is I wrote down how much money that I made. We got paid biweekly. Mm-hmm. And I wrote down how much money that I actually brought in for a check. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, I can go out here on my own and make this much. Yes. You know, and that's when I plotted out my journey, you know. And honestly, people said to me when I got ready to leave, it's like, are you crazy? Mm-hmm. You know, think of your family. And, and my response was, I am thinking of my family. That's why I'm leaving. What an amazing response. <laughs> I love that, man. What an amazing response. And that takes confidence, doesn't it? It takes a lot of confidence, man. But it also, Darren, wouldn't you agree, it takes a resolve? It does That's- take a resolve. It does take a resolve. And as you know, Daryl, my first journey was into real estate. Mm-hmm. And I left at the wrong time for real estate. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people think that the spring is the right time to leave. Mm-hmm. But that's not true. In real estate, you know, in the wintertime is when you're setting things up. You're doing your cold calls. You're building those relationships so you can market your properties, list the properties in the spring. By the time the spring hits, people are already starting to list their stuff. And they know who they're working with. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to date myself. But when I left, I fastly turned into the Maytag repairman. I was like, I wish this phone would ring. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And, 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 but I did not have a plan B, so I had to make plan A work. So, yeah. so, you know, brother, I had to hustle, man. Yeah. I had to hustle. And, and yeah. you know, and my friends would joke with me, but I practice the three-foot rule. Mm-hmm. If you got within three feet of me, I gave you a business card and introduced myself. Wonderful. You know, no matter where I was, you know, I had that little 15-second pitch. Yes. And that's what I was doing is pitching because you're hungry. And mm-hmm. I knew that, you know, at the end of the day, all I had is a plan A. Yes. And and that had to succeed. And so going out there, you know, and I was green as a blade of grass, mm-hmm. you know, trying to figure it out. And that's what really led me to the journey and put me on the path where I'm right now. You know, mm, amazing. Um, I had to do some paradigm shifts. You know, my first office meeting, I was in a position where I'm in an office meeting and these people are, you know, discussing around the table of houses that they've listed, houses that they've sold. They were worth a very high dollar value. And, you know, Daryl, you know, we're from the same neighborhood. Yes. So at that time, when somebody's talking about a half million dollar house and they're looking for a half million dollar customer, you and I came from a neighborhood of a $30,000 house. Yes, very much so. You know, a hundred, I didn't know anyone who had lived in a hundred, hundred fifty thousand dollar house. Who are those people? Mm-hmm. And I had to do what I call was a paradigm shift. I had to look at myself. Mm-hmm. And had to do a self-assessment and not blame them. Oh, well, they're not going to buy from me because this, that, the other. Mm-hmm. You know, because I'm black. They're not going to see anybody black, this, that, the other. I had to look at myself and say, well, I'm the expert. Mm-hmm. And the reason they're going to buy from me is because I'm the only black man they're going to see today. I'm the expert. I know something they don't know. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to sell them because I'm the expert. Yeah. yeah. That year, I turned into a top producing realtor in this mm-hmm. area. From there, you know, us being entrepreneurs, I'm like, okay, I'm not making the money that I was expecting to make on the sales. 
I did a lease and did a lease for a supply company, had a little business and did the contracting for the fire and rescue station for the wood blocking and supplies on the fire and rescue station. Mm. On the construction piece, I lost money. On the supply piece, I made money. That said, okay, I'm I'm not dumb. I see where the gold is at in them there hills. (laughs) So that's when I went into the supplies and I had to really humble myself and I volunteered to work for that same supply company for free Mm. because I needed to learn what they knew. And, you know, initially... They weren't trying to open up the books or anything like that. But as they got busy and they got comfortable with me, I started meeting their contacts. I started learning their processes on how they did business. Mm-hmm. After that, I was ready to roll, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And, and then we just built things from then. You know, we started the right price brand. At that time, we were trying to do all things for all people, promotional products, printed material, office supplies, and the furniture. And with the furniture, we learned that, you know, furniture was where we had the best margins at that time. Mm-hmm. And we focused on the furniture piece to build those margins. And we've just been growing ever since. Yeah. When we talk about RPC technology, well, we started doing systems furniture. And, you know, doing the systems furniture, people asked us if we would also, if we could do the networking of their computers, run cables and whatnot through the systems and whatnot. And I had a gentleman that I was working with who actually was doing my computer work for me. And we had a conversation. I kind of absorbed his company and brought him in. And that's what led us into the technology realm. And, you know, he, he told me, you know, this was what, five, six years ago. He said, you know, fiber is the way of the future and that's where things are. We looked into it and, and you know, sometimes in business it's luck. Because the first major thing that we bid on, we won, Sony Oneana. Mm. And that set us on the path. And we, we had no idea what we were doing, but we said we were going to shoot for it. You know, you know, it's amazing, Darren. And, you know, a lot of times when I do these interviews, I try to chop it up and we take these segments. But I wanted you to share what you just shared. I wanted people to hear that because... You know, you get what I get a lot of. I want to be a business owner. <laughs> you know, people coming up to you, calling you. They don't realize we don't have but like a few minutes of time anyway, but they want that little few minutes of time because when you're a business owner, you're working, you're hustling. And I wanted them to hear, and you did it eloquently, this is a journey, isn't it, man? This is not, you know what I mean? <laughs> this is not a, a, a speed race. This is not a 100-yard dash, man. No. Like the 10K. <laughs> Right. And, and I think it was you who told me years ago, you know, mm-hmm. people talk about overnight successes, but those overnight successes take years. I sure did. Absolutely. You Absolutely. know, and relationships take years to cultivate. They do. They do. And it's interesting because a lot of times when people hear the idea of becoming a business owner, they get really excited because they think, well, I'm going to leave my job. And tomorrow I'm going to be free, you know, <laughs> and, and I'm going to, you know, within five months, you know, triple my income. Now, let's be real. There are some people who have done that, you know what I mean? But realistically, with business ownership, you need to be strategic, you know, you need to be wise and you need to understand what it takes to build a business. Now, with that being said, one thing I know about you and I admire tremendously among the many things I admire about you. But the one thing I admire that's, that I've always, you know, pointed, and I shared this with you, is, is your ability to network. You know, the ability to connect with people to open up doors for business. Now, mm-hmm. most entrepreneurs don't know how to network, all right? They go and they, you know, you say, give a card or whatever, but they don't know. From your perspective, if you're a person who's 
aspiring to be successful in business. One, how important is it to network? And two, Darren, what are some of the best ways to do it to produce results? Because you've been really good at this. Well, you know, I initially starting out, I had no idea what networking was. I thought networking was giving people cards. Yeah. (laughs) Some people still think that's it. (laughs) And and I had a seasoned salesperson. He didn't know that he was my mentor, Mm -hmm. but I watched everything this joker did. Yes. You know, and finally, he was like, dude, stop giving out so many cards, man. Mm. He said, it's not the quantity of cards you give out. It's the quality of the relationships you build. And he could have pushed me over with a feather after that. Mm Mm-hmm. Because I realized I'd been doing it wrong. It's about building relationships. Mm. Mm. You know, I know you. I'd like to get to know you. And, mm. and once we get to know each other, then we can see if this relationship matches. Because ultimately, I want business. But I might be able to help you with something. Mm. It's a two-sided relationship there. Yeah. The companies that I do business with or my people do business with, my company does business with, we have, for the most part, we have relationships. That procurement person knows when he hands me a contract, it's off his desk or her desk. They don't have to worry about it again. Mm-hmm. And they also know if anything goes wrong, no one else is going to call them. We're going to be the first one calling them and say, hey, this went wrong, but this is how we're correcting it. Mm-hmm. And those are the things that will help you sustain in business. Mm-hmm. Also, I'll give you another tip. When I call on someone, Mm-hmm. And, it, and it looks like, you know, if I'm going to do a cold call and it's a big customer or whatever, I'm going to say to him, you know, I realize you have a busy day mm-hmm. and, you know, we might not be the perfect fit for you, but I'm trying to grow my business. And if, if you were me, could you give me some tips on how I should approach an organization like yours? Mm-hmm. And that puts them in another place. Now they're looking to help me. Yes. And they drop their guard and you can build that relationship. Mm -hmm. So now, hopefully, they will introduce you to a counterpart, maybe another company, maybe in a different area inside of that same business. But you're having those conversations on a different level. And then when you get the opportunity to perform, you knock it out the park. And you got another customer. Snowball effect then. Yeah. You, You know, I like to call them, Darren, I like to call them advocates. Yes. You know, because once you build these relationships, these folks start to advocate for you. Yeah. My, my business has been pretty much built on that. You know, individuals telling individuals who tell individuals who tell individuals, you know, a lot of my calls that come in are calls from people someone told them about me or about our services, our company services. And I get business that way. To me, that's brilliant. You know, I once heard a person said that relationships is the currency of the 21st century. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And, and that's why it drives me crazy because yeah. I look at these millennials, mm-hmm. they do business totally different. Mm-hmm. You know, we're the generation where we press the flesh. Yes. And I think these guys kind of, and it's a great thing because they have the aptitude to mm-hmm. take advantage of technology totally. But when you press the flesh and you lock in, yeah. you have that relationship. Yeah. And it's not a race to the bottom. Yeah, it's not race to box right, man. So race, yeah, and and that's that. I don't think that'll ever realistically, when you look at sustainable long-term success, I don't think that model will ever change. And I, I don't even think technology can take that away. There, obviously, there's some people who can who have succeeded without, you know, they've done social media and SEO, their websites and all these type of things, selling products and services. But 
when it's all said and done, you know, the success is really be contingent upon who you know, who's willing to go to bat for you, and who's willing to open those doors. So let me take a pause for just a moment, and I'll go to number two in just a moment. I want to do a little commercial for some of the work we're doing. Many people, when you're pursuing things, need advice. You need advice. You need someone that you can sit down and have strategy with. So if in 2019 you're saying, I want to be more strategic in the pursuit of my passion as it relates to business or as it relates to my career, consider a strategy call with Coach D. Well, we sit on the phone for about an hour, 15, hour and 20 minutes, and we take a look at what you're looking to pursue, all right? It could even be this passion pathways piece where I'm looking to hash that out a little bit more. Listen, make an investment. It's only a four, listen to this, a $495 investment. And what we'll do is, and typically these are done primarily in the evenings because my days are running, training, I'm doing all kinds of stuff, but in the evenings, and sometimes during the day based upon my schedule. Well, we're going to sit down and analyze what are you passionate about? What are two or three things that you can do to move that passion off the imagination of your mind into reality? What are some strategies? And keep in mind, I've been doing this stuff for 20 years. I've been working with people and milling over their dreams and, and hashing out these strategies. And I just recently started to decide to start doing strategy calls. This is not ongoing coaching. We do that as well. But this is just an hour or so of your time that you walk away with a specific strategy based upon something that you're passionate about. It could be the business or career. And I'm going to give you, I'm a big action steps type of person. I'm going to give you some action steps that you need to take in order to move it into existence. Now, let me be clear with you. I'm not talking about you take a, do a strategy call and next week you live in your passion. <laughs> no, we're trying to move it off the mind and into some form of reality. Action, get it moving. If you're interested in doing a strategy call with Coach D on turning your passion into a career, just a brief strategy call, $495 is all it's going to cost you. Go to CoachDSpeaks.com front slash strategy call. CoachDSpeaks.com front slash strategy call. And there you can sign up. We can set up a time and get you involved with a strategy that's going to move you to the next phase of your life. So take a look at that, CoachDSpeaks.com front slash strategy call. I'm just starting to do these. Most of my work is coaching with people and, and spending quality time. But I realize sometimes people just need a little bit of insight. And you got the discipline and the drive to be able to do it. You better take that information and run with it. So hopefully we'll be able to do some strategy calls with some of you out there this upcoming year. Darren, let's shift gears for just a few moments because one of the things I find a lot of people struggle with is fear. Okay. You know what I mean? And, I, you know, you and I both were fans of Zig Ziglar, and I love what Zig said, that's false evidence appearing real. Right. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> but... On a real note here, business, you know, there are fears. And like, for instance, there's people fears that I won't be able to pay my mortgage, fears that I won't be able to feed my kids, you know, fears that if I do this, I want you to take us on just a little bit of a journey of you were an employee at one point and yes. you became an employer. Mm -hmm. And then you got that, that gray area that may have caused some fear. How did you make this shift and overcome some of the, let's say maybe some of the fears that you had from an employee 
to once you became an employer that caused you to succeed? What was it that drove you beyond, you know, the fears? Because we all had them. I had them myself, you know, some to some extent, you know. But what drove you beyond that? Well, well I, I, got, I just got to be just completely honest here. That fear piece, I think my drive, mm -hmm. you know, I didn't allow it to creep in my head that there was going to be a failure. Yes. Right. And another thing is, I made a point not to listen to anyone who was not a business owner. Yeah. I mean, I got to the point because as an entrepreneur, I had to take some chances. I mean, I got to the point where my credit was so bad, people wouldn't accept my cash. Mm. So, I mean, <laughs> no. You know, that's bad credit right there, man. <laughs> that's bad credit. You know, like, uh, I said, Mississippi said, man, y'all was too poor to pay attention. <laughs> But yeah, but I mean, we, we, we had some, we had some, we had some times, yeah. you know, pride and everything. Mm -hmm. I remember one time we, we were out, you know, I don't know, we were somewhere and, you know, we were not where we were, you know, out and about. The kids were hungry and we were like, listen, you know, we got food at home, but we're not heading home right now. Brother, we stopped at Sam's Club. You know, they had those little samples, you know, I'm not too proud to say it, man. We, you know, because their lunch was the Sam Club samples that day. So, <laughs> yeah, that's real. That's real. That's real right there. Yeah, that's real talk. I mean, that's real that, talk, man. Yep. You know, I, I mean, we never missed any meals, but money was tight mm -hmm. and we had to be very creative. Mm -hmm. uh, but as far as fear is concerned, mm -hmm. you know, maybe I just didn't have the brains to be afraid, mm -hmm. but I always had that inner confidence that it was going to work. Mm -hmm. And going through the journey, you know, I left from a situation where I had a paycheck mm -hmm. and I went to a situation where I had to create a paycheck. And now I'm in a situation where I have to create paychecks for other people, multiple mm -hmm. paychecks. And initially I was in there where I had to grind so hard. I had to make sure everyone else got paid before I got paid. Mm -hmm. And I've been there, mm -hmm. you know, and, and then you transition. It's like, well, you know, I'm doing all this stuff. I've got to get a paycheck as well. And, you know, it takes your, you know, accountant or your advisors to say, no, you take a paycheck, you pay yourself. But just going through that journey, you know, when you start out, it's like you got to build it. You know, it's just like raising a child. It's an infant. you got to support it. Yep. You know, it's, it's gone through its adolescence. It's preteens, teenagers. Now, hopefully it's an adult that can support itself. Yes. And the business has the same cycles. Yes. Our issue, you know, it's particularly is, you know, African-Americans, well, for the most part, us, and talking about you and I's story, mm -hmm. we didn't come from generations of business owners, of entrepreneurs, of people who had that. You know, the mistakes we made were the first generation mistakes, so we had to figure this thing out. Mm -hmm. and, and I think, you know, building that intestinal fortitude to say, I'm going to keep doing this thing till it works, and I, there's not going to be a plan B. And surrounding yourself with people who are doing it and to be able to pick up a phone and call someone such as yourself mm -hmm. and say, listen, I'm in the grind. And you say, listen, I'm in the grind, too. Yeah. And we build off each other and we just go out the next day and do it again. Yes. That's what this thing's about. It really is, man. You know, it's really interesting to hear you say that, too, because, you know, for years you try to steal my line, act like it's yours. But, you know, I said it and that is show me your friends and I'll show you. Your people. <laughs> you know, you're trying to steal my stuff there. You know, you got that. I've been saying that before you were born. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, I, I copyrighted it, so it's mine. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, but what you're saying is spot on. You know, like Darren, we both grew up around a lot of people. We both know a lot of people, you know. Mm -hmm. But we connected in a, an arena beyond just business. We just, you know, family and all of that as well. But 
one thing that we always drove each other was for was business. You know, that back right. in the days when we were young boys driving around would have broken down cars, you know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> or push up on the street when they break down. <laughs> that's a whole other story that our audience don't need to hear. That, that, that's a whole we were strong other young story. boys. We were some strong young boys, that's for sure. Yes, but, um, yes. But show me your friends, I'll show you your future, man. Um, a lot of people talk about mastermind groups, and I get that, but sometimes in lieu of a mastermind group, you need somebody to run with, don't you, man? You need somebody that's going to push you, man. You know what I mean? And so talk to that for just a few moments. Well, you know, when you talk about push, you need someone that's going to push you, and yeah. you also, and we're competitors. Yeah. And yeah. we're competitors. So, you know, I, I have, you know, several different people who are in business. Mm -hmm. And you know you're one, and, and I, I I get so much energy every time I talk to you yeah. because you know you're sharper than me. So you're telling me, hey man, I'm doing this, that, and the other, and I'm like, okay, time for me to step my game up. Yeah. You yeah. know, I had another gentleman who was in my circle. You know, I think I shared with you the brother ended up when we were young sold his computer company for forty million dollars. Yeah. Yep. You know? mm -hmm. And that was like, okay, if he can do this, yeah, I can do this. There you go. You know, and then, you know, we go to different networking events. We, we go to different parts of the country. You meet different kinds of people, people in your industry, outside your industry and, and different segments. And you see them doing it. It's like, I can do it as well. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's so it. you just keep motivated. And also, you know, with the motivational readings, with, with just that, you, you just keep yourself motivated because, you know, at the end of the day, we still have our dreams. We want our beach houses. We want to travel in a certain way. We want to live in a certain way, you know, and legacy. We need to leave things for the next generation. Absolutely. What would you, what would be from your perspective, you've been in business a number of years. What would be, if you were saying to someone, I want to take my business from zero to, you know, doing seven figures and different contracts and things like that. What is the most critical piece of advice you would give? Like what is, there's more, obviously there's multiple things. Well, what would be one thing that you would say, if you're going to take your business from here to here, this is one thing you need to be doing and you need to be doing it consistently and all the time. What would that be? Make your plan and work your plan. Okay. I would, you know, I run into a lot of people who tell me, you know, I want to do this. I'm planning on doing that. I'm doing this. And I'm like, okay, are you dreaming or do you have a plan? Mm. You know, anything that we do, we have a plan either conscious or subconscious, there's a plan involved. And, and a lot of new startups or soon to be entrepreneurs, they don't get that piece with the plan. They have a dream, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, but they don't have that plan. And the plan makes you sit down and you think about different aspects of your business. Mm -hmm. How am I going to get these products? Who am I going to sell to? What margins am I going to get? How many customers do I need? What type of dollars am I going to raise? You know, what type of facilities do I need? What type of vehicles do I need? What type of equipment do I need? You know, you've got to put that in place before you can move anywhere. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Darren, that's powerful, man. You know, and, and it's so funny. We hear all these old sayings, you know, but it's true. You know, if you fail to plan, plan to fail. You know, you we've heard right. these things. You know, we we plan to fail because you're right. And you think about it, you know, like even with sports, 
you know, you have coaches. Think about a coach that doesn't have a playbook and tell his players, get out there and just, you know, play ball. Right, <laughs> right, right. right. <laughs> you, call, listen, you call that the Cleveland Browns, but anyway. <laughs> right, or our high school team. Our high school team. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we don't want to go there, man. <laughs> but you got to have a plan, you know, and I'm going to tell you something. That strategy mindset is powerful. You know, that, that, and for some people, entrepreneurism, we got to, even if we're not inclined to be that way, if you're going to go into this game, you got to force yourself to be this way mm-hmm. or, or you need to hire to it. You know what I mean? Like, okay, this is not my strength, you know, but hire to it. Talk to that. Cause you've hired a lot of people hire to your strengths and hire to scale your business. Um, what are some st- thoughts you have there as far as, you know, people going into business, you know, for, for, for me, uh, building my team, I surround, this is hard as well. I surround myself with people who have different strengths than I do. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I'm not the smartest person in the room. Mm-hmm. And that's intentional. Yeah. Mm. I, I need to have people around me who have strengths I do not have that I can lean on. Mm-hmm. So collectively, we have a very strong knowledge base. That's powerful, man. Do you know Bill Gates said the same thing? He said absolute same thing. And then what was that book, uh, Developing the Leaders Around You by John Maxwell? Mm-hmm. He talks about that. He said that if, as a matter of fact, he said it like this. He said, he based it on numbers. He said, if you're an 85 leader, he was just looking at different measurement points. He said, you want 95 leaders on your team. Yes. You know what I mean? Bill Gates said the same thing. He said, I always hire smarter than me. Always. You know, and he mm-hmm. did it to the point where now he don't have to work. He's just working with his foundation now. He's not even in the business anymore. Right, right, right. <laughs> but but you, you hire people, yeah. you know, and when you trust people, you, you have to trust their expertise. Mm-hmm. And from there, you put them in position. Yeah, yeah, you put them in position. And let me ask you this, because this is a pet peeve of mine, in particular in the world I'm in as a consultant. Then you give them, correct me or help me out with this, you give them the right advice to excel, you sometimes may have to, you know, say things to them that they don't feel so comfortable with, but you never beat them down. No, 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 no. I tell my people. A lot of leaders do. A lot of leaders do, yeah. Right, no, I tell my people, it's my responsibility to make you be as successful as you can be. So I've got to put you on the fertile ground Mm -hmm. and give you the tools you need to be very successful. Yeah. And if you're the expert, that's why I hired you. Mm -hmm. Why would I beat you down? Yeah. You know, now I have been in positions with my technology people. Mm-hmm. We've been in meetings with other technology people and they're laughing about things that I don't find funny because right. they're the, the way they, they look at the world differently than I do, you know, and that's just a difference. Mm-hmm. But I trust them 100 percent on their knowledge base. They're not the salesman that I am, mm-hmm. you know, but the, the material content and their knowledge base is right on. And that's why they're here. And that's how that's when you find successful leaders like yourself who build successful businesses. That's not it's not about the ego drive. It's about producing an outcome. You know what I mean? Having the people around you that makes, you know, it's really interesting. There was this coach of Arizona. I can't remember his name. It was Lou something. He had a powerful quote one time where he said, you know, if the team, you know, plays mediocre, we both need to do better. You know what I mean? He said, if the team wins, they're amazing. That's my team. They did it. He said, but if the team loses, that's my fault. 
And mm-hmm. that was such a powerful quote. When, I mean, from a leadership perspective. So he says, you know, if we're kind of mediocre, we both we all got to do a little bit better. We, we all got to. We, we, we all got to do a little bit better. If they win, put the emphasis on the team. They did it. They look at those guys. But if we lose, point at me. That's a big leader right there. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's the kind of leader that builds companies that are scalable. You know what I mean? That have long-term success. And uh, my friend, I see you as one of those leaders. No doubt. I, I thank you, sir. Yeah, I really do. So we're going to get ready to wrap this up. I uh, just want to take a, say a couple of personal things. And uh, for those of you out there, when you're in business, as you advance your business, you'll be able to relate to what I'm saying. But this man that I just interviewed, I watched him literally from day one, you know, when he went after this pursuit. And everything he's sharing with you is from a position of experience, you know. It definitely equates to wisdom, you know, wisdom that it takes in order to succeed. But one thing I will say about this man that's so important to business success, he's a man of tremendous character. And people want to do business with him, you know. And so, you know, that's another key point to business success. You can't just be about drive, drive, push, push. You got to hold strong to character. And then also, on a personal note, it's nothing more beautiful than to have friends who believe in you, you know. And D, I just always appreciate how you believed in me, you know. I believed in you and we've supported and encouraged each other all these years. And I just want to personally say how proud I am of what you're doing. And thank you for being willing to um, share your insights. You share some valuable insights. As we get ready to wrap up, what's maybe one last thing you would like to share with the audience that maybe would help them you know, have the confidence to go after their dreams, but also be able to sustain and maybe build something significant over the long haul. One of this last piece of advice. I just think about, you know, what we're talking and thinking about when we were in Cleveland, was it? Or Atlanta, when you introduced me to Miles Monroe. Yes, it was Cleveland. Mm-hmm. And, you know, how powerful this brother did so eloquently spoke. He talked about God being the ultimate manufacturer. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I, I think about, you know, the products that we use and they have the brand on them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're made in God's image. So it's impossible for us to fail. Yes. We put, you know, our plan together and we work our plan. Mm-hmm. And that's what I tell, that's what I, my suggestion for anyone who's looking to start a business or is new in business. Mm-hmm. Don't be frustrated. Mm-hmm. Talk to other business owners. Mm-hmm. And keep pushing. Absolutely, man. And it, like you said with Miles, he said, nobody knows the product like the manufacturer. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and, and God is our manufacturer. And, and as business owners, we certainly are driven by the fact that the manufacturer knows his product well. That's and, right. And then when the product is broken down, knows how to fix it. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I got the manual. <laughs> so, my brother, thank you so much, man. You know, tell the audience and tell the people, man, what's your website? Yeah, well, I'm Darren Price, and my company is Right Price Companies. We have Right Price Companies where we specialize in the sale of commercial furniture and interiors, commercial level. Our website is www.rightpricecompanies.com. That's right with a R, R-I-G-H-T, mm-hmm. Price Company, C-O-M-P-A-N-I-E-S. Our other company is RPC Technology. We sell technology products, fiber optic cables, panels, switches, computers, servers, etc. You know, our website there is www.rpc-technology.com. 
we're not hard to find. And I'm wishing everyone good luck and to the best of you. Thank you. Darren, before I go, I just want to say again, thank you, man, so much for taking the time. You did a phenomenal interview. I appreciate it, man. And um, just to let our audience know, there are several people that you will be hearing from frequently, and this man is one of them. His knowledge and his insights are, are second to none. He's a dear friend. We run together. We're pushing each other to the top, as Zig would say. You know what I mean? We're pushing each other to the top, man. And um, But I want you to learn from him because, you know, of all the people I know, he's one of the few that had the heart to go after this dream, you know, to go after, you know, what he wants to accomplish. And we both know from the early days of things we had to do and where we were and all of that stuff. But you know what? We stayed the course and I see where you are now. I remember when you first started, I was in business first. You would come from, to me for advice, but now I tell people all the time, you know, the student has become the teacher. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm, and I'm proud of you, man. And I'm just appreciate, you know, you and what I'm, I'm learning from you. You know what I mean? You always tell me what you learn from me, man. I learned a whole lot from you. And um, you've been tremendous, tremendous in my experience as well. So, Darren, thank you so much. I wish you and Wright Price the best, you and your team. And um, this is just the beginning. You'll be back on, and we're going to be sharing some great things that's going to lift people's business dreams to the next level. Coach, I look forward to it. Yes. And, and we will talk. Thank yes. you. Thank you, sir. Take care now. All right, bye. Thank you for listening to Pack Your Bags with Daryl Coach D. Andrews. We're excited about going on this success journey with you. And please feel free to reach out to us on our website, pybwithcoachd.com with any questions. Please make sure to listen to our next broadcast.